And welcome to the Daily Autism Radio Show across these great radio stations on the Gulf Coast of Florida. My name is Mark, and um, our platform is dailyautism.com. My wife, Melissa, and I are parents to five kids, and our youngest, Cal, he's six, and he was diagnosed with autism just over three years ago. So we decided to build a media platform, connect with other special needs parents, create a bunch of content, and, you know, hopefully help people who are about to go through this, are going through it, and uh, everybody else involved, neighbors, uh, employers. It's, it's, it's kind of a vast network of stakeholders when you start talking about special needs families and specifically, in our case, um, autism. Going to do something really, really cool today. There is a documentary that was just released. It's called Cliff 20. It is um, one of the most in-depth and really kind of soul-searching pieces of content that I have seen in a long, long time. Um, it's it's even hard, honestly, for me to explain um, what it is. I mean, I mean, I can generalize it, but Cliff 20, A Future on the Spectrum, it is on YouTube if you want to go uh, search it and watch it. But I got to tell you, the audio is just as impactful. I've, I've watched this twice, but I've listened to it three times. It is just, like I said, it, it's something that kind of um, takes a little journey around your soul. If, if you're a parent specifically of somebody on the autism spectrum, it really answers those questions, and 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 this features uh, families in in Canada, and basically, you know, at twenty, when the support services stop, you know, what happens? I mean, I mean, you essentially hit a cliff, and that's it. It's almost like society has determined that that you've you've lived your worth, we've seen your best, and that's all you have to give. Well. There is a gentleman there, uh, I should admit, he, he's a friend of mine, his name is Ling, and he's created this company called Technology North, and he utilizes um, the abilities and the special talents of those young adults on the autism spectrum around this technology that he has created and implemented. And so that's the basis, and, and it chronicles families and, and different families and, and how Ling integrates their talents in his company, and now how this company and the message of the company is starting to spread, uh, which eventually will be um, a global uh, phenomenon, because what Ling is doing is not um, you know, just unique to, to Canada or even North America. Um, it is a, um, a, a global a kind of an event that he's created. Now, I don't want to give too much away, but Cliff 20, A Future on the Spectrum, uh, we're going to play the audio here coming up in a couple of minutes. It is really an awesome listen. I was I was running the other day, and, you know, I'm usually listening to music, and instead I, I, I played the audio from Cliff 20, A Future on the Spectrum, and I got to tell you, it made, it made the workout go quick because, again, you're just so locked in the messaging is so important, and it just hits home. Um, so I wanted to share it with you all uh, across our radio stations and our radio audience. And, of course, uh, this episode will be uploaded to our podcasting platform. So iHeart, Spotify, Apple, and all the rest of them. I think we're on, you know, almost uh, 15 or 20 um, podcast platforms. So we're, we're going to play it there as well. And, again, if you want to see the video, Cliff 20, A Future on the Spectrum, you can search that on 
YouTube. That is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. First, our title sponsor. It is Tracy Slepsevic. She is the Warrior Mom. The book is called Warrior Mom. Uh, you can search for that book on Amazon. And uh, we were one of the first people to read this book. It is a journey in healing her son with autism, and that is Tracy Slepsevic. She really dives deep into the underlying conditions of autism. I, I got some emails last week, and we were talking about Tracy and, and the book, and you know, somebody was really confused about saying healing autism. It has to do with the underlying conditions of autism. Let me give you an example. Cal, uh, when he was about two and a half uh, we had to call 911 and take him to the hospital. He was having these severe stomach, almost um, like stomach seizures. I mean, he was grabbing his stomach. He was rolling. He was screaming. And we go and we do all the scans and everything. And, and he just had his gut was in terrible, terrible shape. And the doctor said, you know, uh, did the did the neurologist or anybody discuss this with you? Because, you know, he's, he's on the autism spectrum. We said no. And, and he says, well, these kids tend to have major gut issues. So... It's things like that that Tracy talks about. And so when you heal those underlying conditions that autism seems to, to cause, um, or at least to make easier to happen in the body, which is you know inexplicable for a lot of uh, reasons, um, but Tracy really, she lays out a great guidebook for parents to do that. So again, it's Warrior Mom. Uh, Tracy is also hosting the Autism Health Summit, which is coming to San Antonio in February. Uh, I've got a lot of questions and interest. You can go to autismhealth.com for tickets. And uh, it's just going to be an awesome event of getting parents together, special needs parents, all of the speakers and just all of the conversations. They're showcasing some movies that have to do with special needs. And by the way, it's at a great, great resort in San Antonio, Texas. So um, that is going to be the place to be as we kick off 2024 for the autism community, autismhealth.com for details and ticketing. Also, I uh, want to say thank you to our friends and community partners, the original Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach, Florida. You know, uh, we always talk about special needs families, parents specifically. This can be an exhausting day-to-day -day grind, right? It, it, it just, it, there's a lot. There's a lot of worry. There's a lot of thinking. There's a lot of overthinking. And then there's more thinking. Sleepless nights. I was telling somebody the other day, I, I said, gosh, I woke up. I've been waking up and I feel like I haven't even been to bed yet. It's just, just the stress. So the original Krabby Bills, great, great supporters of the community that they serve. They've been great partners uh, on our dailyautism.com platform. Live music every single day. This is truly where we go to unwind, enjoy the best seafood I've ever had, the grouper, the grouper sandwich. It is A-plus world-class. They've got a great happy hour, great specials. It is the original Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach. Also, one of our great partners, Fun Factory Sensory Gym. This is a must-visit on their social media channels. Go to funfactorysensorygym.com. Scrolling through their Facebook page right now, and I'm looking at these installs here. And I got to tell you, this is not a one-size-fits-all. Fun Factory Sensory Gym, they customize these experiences inside to perfectly fit the space. I mean, I'm looking at installs, um, Los Angeles, the Bronx, New Jersey, Greenville, uh, North Carolina, uh, one of their client testimonials in uh, Idaho. And I got to tell you, it is just absolutely awesome to see the creations of Fun Factory Sensory Gym. I got a post the other day, I did a video about Fun Factory Sensory Gym, and, and a lady goes, 
I think she's in Michigan. She's like, it's already freezing cold here. She goes, I would love to modify my basement for my twins on the spectrum. And yes, Fun Factory Sensory Gym, they do that. So uh, not just commercial installations, uh, which which they obviously do, therapy centers, hospitals, churches, um, but also uh, residential in neighborhoods, in homes. So uh, funfactorysensorygym.com. Again, I get so much feedback from all the videos we do. Um, but it's just so cool to see the customization in these spaces. And they do the before and after pictures, and you, you just don't even recognize, uh, you just don't even recognize the space anymore. But providing these inclusive spaces and accommodating all of these children is really neat. We appreciate their partnership. FunFactorySensoryGym.com. All right, so we talked about uh, the documentary Cliff 20, and I'm about to play you the audio. It is really a remarkable story. It's very well done. Uh, and if you want to watch it, it is on YouTube. Cliff 20, a future on the spectrum. And then we're going to come back uh, after that. I'm going to have some, some feedback, some thoughts. And I also want to talk about something that I did a lot of research on the last week. And it's called the bystander effect and how that relates to autism. And I, I really think I can tie that into at least uh, to a, to a somewhat of a percentage to Cliff Twenty, a future on the spectrum uh, movie documentary. But this is Cliff Twenty, a future on the spectrum, and we'll be back with a follow up. This world isn't made for me. Every day is unknown territory, and it's a slow and challenging climb. I'm nervous with every step that I take, but a hand always reaches out and guides me through. I am here at a standstill looking over this cliff. I don't have any more heights to reach, no more room to climb. The ground is no longer in front to take a step. Do I really have nothing more to achieve? Has the peak of all my potential been reached? All the world expects of me is over, and I'm only 20. You find yourself halfway up the cliff, holding on for, uh, you know, with all your fingertips, hoping that you're not, uh, not going to fall because you're not trusting any longer the safety of the rope. I feel like I'm in the middle in the ocean, but it's all dark. They always said it was going to be different, but you never realize actually how different it's going to be. It's just a constant worry, right? And it's insidious. It's in the back of your mind. It's always in the back of your mind. It's a, 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 a canary in our coal mine as, that as a society, we are not as prepared for all to participate. Connor and Aiden are turning 20, and the adult world now awaits. Will university or a first job be next, or maybe traveling the world? All the exciting possibilities of what should lie next for men turning 20 have instead filled their dad with fear. Everybody wants their child to be happy, healthy, and not that my kids aren't happy and healthy, but are they gonna have experiences that we all have the opportunity to experience in life. 
That's really hard. And I still struggle a lot with seeing their future. Connor was just three when he was diagnosed on the spectrum with autism, a condition not understood at the time. Interventions started early with professionals filling the Henshaw home, all with recommendations and expert advice of how to give him the best chance to fit into the world. There's always been that sort of guilt of mourning that. Even though I'm grateful for what I have, there is obviously, there's things that was missing that I wasn't going to have because of the boy's diagnosis and that just wasn't going to be normal for me. It was hard and it took me a long time to digest that. The lack of acceptance and understanding of who they were from our supports and people we really relied upon, that was hard, really hard. An autism diagnosis was also given to Connor's twin brother, Aiden, news that sent shockwaves through the family. Family meant well, but I think they were like, oh, are you sure they're gonna grow out of this? This is not really the reality of it. And so you start questioning whether it is real too because the supports in your life are wondering too. So you're hearing this from professionals. You're trying to digest what reality is, but at the time, everybody wants to wish it away. But they're still my boys. Connor Henschel, go! If you want to meet a person that has that literally genuine, caring, I'm not out to get you attitude, it's Connor. His brain would be such an interesting place to visit. He is kind of in that stereotypical, he loves numbers, he loves cars, he loves all these things that you hear about. And I think there must be some consistency and some routine behind that. That's why they find it relaxing. And so that's why Connor loves that stuff. You gotta look natural, look at me. We gotta get into an acting thing, remember? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a photographic memory. He knows pi, the, the whole whatever it is. There's supposed to be some sort of um, pattern, but I think there's only a handful of people. He knows it. You have to stop him. Yeah, and do you know who the goalies in Dallas still are? Uh, goalies in Dallas are? Ben Bishop. Aiden is a beautiful soul who taught me compassion, patience, understanding. That life is beautiful thing every day and that we can survive anything. Aiden's had the worst journey and again, um, I wish I could have done differently things for him and protected him, but I can't change the time and I can't go back. Today, Aiden lives away from his family in a group home. His journey through the school system believed to have been a traumatic experience with allegations of abuse. He now has a new additional diagnosis of PTSD and needs constant professional care. We've always been close and I get emotional with Aiden because some of the stuff that Aiden's gone through has been difficult to process. So, um, and as a parent, you want to protect your children and sometimes you feel like you fail that. A lot of these memory things are really hard on me because I don't know why I lost them. It's, they're so important to me, but um, I know they were there and I, and I feel them in my heart. Warren spends a lot of time these days worrying about the future for his twin sons. 
North American statistics show only 2% on the spectrum will find work, leaving a staggering 98% unemployed. My deepest fears are depression and that they don't feel they belong in this world. Them feeling alone. Them becoming depressed. Um, they're smart. They're not unaware of how people think about them. And as they develop, they become more aware. 20 years ago, it was, there's something wrong with them. We got to fix what's wrong with them. Not, oh, they have strengths in there. We build on that. We help them through things. It was now a deficit, fix those things. And that was the first part of their lives was I felt I was just fixing deficits and making sure that they weren't doing anything wrong rather than what were they doing right and what could we build on. I kind of was preparing for this marathon um, and kind of expecting the worst, which makes your future look pretty bleak. The hustle and bustle never end at Technology North in downtown Edmonton. The tech shop has innovated through the decades. Evolving and keeping relevant in today's modern digital world has required big minds. First things first, it's important I, I stand on my ground to make myself happy. At the core, 22-year-old Brian Wong is leading a special division of the company, beating production quotas and focusing on revolutionizing the digital world. When I finished school, I learned how to design websites. Then it helped me to get a job. Kind of helped me to get a sense of what it's like to be a contributor. Brian is quickly growing to be a company all-star, an achievement his dad did not see coming. The physician says, uh, unfortunately, I have a bad news for you. Uh, Brian, have uh, autism. My first word was say, okay, what's next? The physician says, you don't really understand what does that mean, do you? I say, no, I don't. I say, I see my boy is just fine. He sits in my lap and uh, interacts with me. As soon as uh, you, know, you understand what this artist is about, I feel like uh, someone using a big hammer hit you on the back. Uh, your son may have to live in the institution for the rest of his life. Oh, no! There seems to be a pattern. If the parents are there, actively involved, they seem to be paying more attention to it. And then if the parents is not, and uh, unfortunately, you know, they get their life behind. So we take a very aggressive approach to work with school. My wife is in the school every day, talk to teacher, talk to the aide, try to find out, you know, what was Brian missing. Look at your brother, this kind of funny. One of the things we believe is that we don't want Brian to be behind. Because as soon as he's behind the first subject, he's going to be behind the second, third, fourth. So for us, it was, uh, you know, he finished school, and then right away, we're doing that thing, the same thing at, a, at a home, uh, after school, and the evenings, weekends. We just did whatever we can to make sure Brian was never behind, never follow behind. But that was a lot of work. Things were, things were hard for me for many years how I was in constant pressure for tests and whatnot. Brian was uh, not only frustrated, and uh, you can tell uh, sometimes Brian uh, tried to pull in his hair because it was frustrating for him 
as well as he goes through the process, the teacher will say, well, we don't want Brian to be in the class for taking the exam because they're afraid Brian will take the class average below. And that was really hurting. You can't please everyone. In elementary school, he become a, a junior IT guy to help all the teachers. So anytime teachers have a subject of computer software, they will just say automatically, Brian, help. And he will actually just go out to do that kind of stuff. I start asking myself a very simple question. What will Brian's life look like after high school? I already know Brian's not going to be fit into the normal workplace or normal school place. So I start experimenting different things for Brian to do. Uh, can Brian do this? Can Brian do this? And in fact, he can do a better job than my employees or other people and myself. So I say, oh my God, this is actually capabilities people on the autism spectrum to have. But how do we turn that capabilities into something really people can use? 27-year-old David Wilson also doesn't think this world is made for him. He's trying to carve out his place and find purpose. So basically, on the days that I work, I wake up feeling excited and getting ready for the day. And so I get up, so I get out of bed, and then I go to the bathroom first, and then I make, bre then I make breakfast, then I get dressed, and then I'm looking forward to the day. For most people, driving to work is something they dread. And for David, it's something that he celebrates because it's a reflection of how far he's come. My grade 11 year, I was, I was working to make, to make what's called a moolah, if not cash, autism. It's a part of who I am and it does give me a special ability, uh, like have a, like have an excellent memory and uh, a chance for employers to, to recognize that I'm capable of, of doing good work. David is part of that 2% who have been able to find employment, blazing a trail for others on the spectrum. At the age of 20, they are now deemed you know, in every jurisdiction in, in Canada to be in, uh, adults in the eyes of the, eyes of the law and that they're, that they're individuals uh, that are uh, going to be able to be independent and supporting themselves. Of course, the, that's not always the case for kids that are diagnosed on the spectrum. If I didn't have a job today, I would probably, I'd probably sit at home watching TV are playing games most of the time. When the child's four years old, five years old, uh, there's all kinds of uh, supports in place. And those supports are in various measures of decay, if you will. As you're approaching this age of 20, there is no opportunity for my child to achieve that. And that's uh, what every parent, whether they realize it or not, that is what's in the back of their mind. What happens when my child's an adult? Will they be able to, and they start filling in the blanks, get a job, live independently, support themselves? Will they be okay? Will they be okay when I'm gone? We miss the mark on the vast majority of kids that are on the spectrum. 
Not because they don't have the potential, not because we're bad people, just because we haven't calibrated to our expectation that this is what we should be doing. My child is not defined by his disability. My child has different ability and something to give and something to celebrate. Well, this morning is exciting. We, uh, through some of the community members and uh, getting to know the autism community, we've heard of a fellow named Ling Wong who um, actually operates a tech company who has been helping out um, people on the spectrum. So it's an opportunity to sort of meet someone who is actually interested in his abilities and finding out what he can do and whether he can contribute to his business. Technology North started as a regular software tech company over 20 years ago. As Brian became more involved with his dad's company, they found a niche with a revolutionary focus of giving employees on the spectrum a supportive working environment. When we received a diagnosis with autism in 2004, it was one in 150 boys. That was the ratio. Now, the latest uh, prevalence, according to CDC, is one in every 44 child. Okay. Say hi, Brian. Hi. Say hi to Connor. Hi. Performance is measured here with state-of-the-art technology. Ling developed special software called RoboCoach. The software alerts managers if an employee is needing special emotional assistance. It's become a safe and reassuring work environment for most adults on the spectrum. Today, Connor will be assessed to see if he might be a good addition to the team. So let's pick up 10, are you ready? One, two, two three, three, four, five, five. Each new employee begins with an evaluation of their level of willingness and ability to follow directions. There we go, excellent. So this test is for two reasons. A, we test your hand movement, yeah. The second thing is we see if you are coachable. The meeting with Ling was really good. Ling brings a certain strength to this whole opportunity. He has a unique team that's supporting these folks. So for Connor, I can see the success there because I can see him trusting these people. So I feel that this type of environment would provide Connor with the security and the safety and the trust that he needs to be successful. Okay. I'll see you on the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Grab your bag. Okay. And you go for your workout. Thanks so much, Stephen. You're very welcome. Some kids were mean to me, but then uh, along the way, some kids were, were being friendly and decides uh, to tolerate with me. The real challenge with uh, autism is that it's uh, a challenge that some kids don't understand. We should uh, treat autism like as a natural as a naturality. I mean, uh, show some respect and learn tolerance towards, towards others. So the system is perplexing. It's confusing. It's fragmented. As soon as a child become 18 years old, you are cut off all the fundings. The help you used to have, no more. We are hoping, we are waiting. Well, I say to myself, if everyone is hoping and waiting, nothing's ever going to change. 
I realize there's something you need to, is to create a system. So the system can live outpace a single person's life. Once the system is in place, then people on the artisan spectrum is not depend on one person anymore. They can work with the system on a perpetual basis. I know how to create the systems. I have the capabilities, and also I'm a parent. I ask myself, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? If we can figure out how do we do it for the, you know, this population, with all the resources that are being brought to bear, if we can figure out how to find a solution for this population, the rising tide will lift all boats. It's your duty to help other people because we are here to help each other. Connor has been working on a trial basis with the A-Team digitizing documents. It's his first independent job in an office environment. Today, he and his dad will find out if he has a future on the A-Team. The third thing is also very exciting. Uh, we work with the Western Senior Center to starting a new project. If we can do good work, we'll probably get a lot of business in that area. Right? Mm -hmm. And plus, we can help other people on the spectrum to find job and retain a job. Yes. Is that something very interesting? Yes. 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 So, Warren, I want to uh, basically brief you on Connor's interview. Uh, I think Connor is very coachable. Uh, he does have a certain, you know, behavior. For example, we can tell he has a self-talking behavior. And that's something we have to work with you and to address that. But he does show a willingness to work with other people and follow the instructions. Those are the elements we look for. Uh, definitely, we give Connor a chance during one or two, the first cohort or second cohort, to have a corner in to start working with us. Come on in, Connor. Yes, we are the 18. Are we working together? Yeah. yeah. They can learn skills. We know that. They can learn how to do stuff. It's the confidence and being able to do that on their own. They haven't been given a lot of that support over the years. So this gives them a lot of opportunity. And I really like the fact that you also support them at different levels, whether it takes a little longer or not, you, you may be surprised. But um, over time, if they build some confidence and stuff, I think we can only go upwards from there. Really appreciate this and yeah, look thanks. forward to seeing it. So yeah, I'll follow cool. you. Let's go. go ahead there, boss. It's been good. I actually have seen some evolution in Connor's ability to sort of find a niche and find something and realize that he's employable. Uh, I know that sounds maybe hard to believe for most people, but I don't think that he has recognized that he is something of value and that can actually contribute. So I think by going through this process and by having the opportunity to do some further training outside of other things he has done, has given him some more self-confidence and knowing that there is potential for him within our world in terms of being employed and being a part of a team. It was great being at Lings. What do you think? Is it a good opportunity to do a job there? Yeah, it was. It sure is. That's good. Are you excited? Yeah. It's nice to be a part of something, isn't it? Yeah. Anything else you feel about Ling's No, business? that's it. That's it? I think working with Ling and his team and recognizing that we can push the envelope and the boundaries and understanding that my son can contribute more has helped me a lot through this process too and giving me more confidence to know that he has a place as well. And I know this isn't meant to be about me, but it actually is a good feeling after all these years to know that Connor can work and be a part of a team and be a part of a company. Maybe one day this will no longer be news. Maybe one day we'll be looking back and saying, well, of course, this child that has a diagnosis of autism can hold a job, drive a car, live on his own.
all the things that we all take for granted. Autism is a, a, a lifespan condition. It's going to affect into adolescence. It's going to affect into adulthood. It's going to affect into uh, the geriatric years. You plant the seeds. You have faith that the, uh, the seeds will grow. They'll, they'll, they'll germinate, they'll take root. And what we do to help that most fragile of plants actually helps all the plants. We can protect that plant by growing a forest around it that, uh, that will shelter it, support it, give it the encouragement, give it the role model to say, you can be that. And if you don't achieve this height, that's okay, because your job is to be you. What if we all work to make that garden grow, helping the struggling seed? Maybe I won't grow to be as high as the others, or maybe I grow to be something you never imagined. That's Cliff 20, really impressive documentary a future on the spectrum. So if you go to YouTube, if you want to watch the video, which I highly recommend, Cliff 20, a future on the spectrum. I mentioned before that, um, you know, the person this really focuses around is uh, Ling Huang. And Ling, his company, Technology North, they've been one of our partners for a long time. I've interviewed Ling several times. He's a great interview. His insight is is really remarkable. But more than that, and he's done a lot of research, he's created a lot of technology over his life. But just the pragmatic and simple questions that Ling sets out to offer and, 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 and or to answer. And you heard about it there in Cliff 20 in the video that, that we just played. But, you know, what he's done at Technology North is basically pivoted the technology that he created and wanted to utilize the special talents and abilities of those young adults on the autism spectrum. Of course, he was inspired by his son, Brian, who's on the autism spectrum. But technologynorth.net to learn more about Ling, his mission, uh, and his idea that, you know, I've said it before, I've been saying it for a long time, and I've obviously told Ling this. I mean, his idea in messaging is going to spread across the globe because he's actually putting something into action instead of just Hoping, waiting, you know, he mentions that, and he's mentioned that in a lot of videos, a lot of interviews of radio and podcast interviews I've seen with, with, with Ling is, you know, if we all sit around and hope and think about it and ponder it and worry about it, then what changes? It's like this saying, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. I mean, it's, you're, you're at a, a standstill, you're, you're paralyzed. And so I really appreciate Ling being able to take action, move forward, uh, and obviously, you know, for, for a cause that is, that, you know, really for a life that, that it's his life. You know, we talk about it all the time when it's your child and you see your child who's not just in a personal struggle, because we know that with, with autism, there are personal struggles, but that's just one half of it. The other struggle is society and the treatment and the, the opportunity or lack thereof. It's just a powerful 25 minutes or so, Cliff 20. Again, get it on YouTube. I would invite you to share it with your friends. We'll have it on all of our podcasting platforms. Uh, and uh, we're actually doing a bunch of social media videos about Cliff 20 over the next couple of days. I thought this tied in somewhat. It's called the bystander effect. There was just some research done on the bystander effect and kind of the lesser discussed advantages of autism in workplace 
uh, settings, which of course is a lot of what Cliff 20 is about, is how Ling and Technology North created meaningful and, and uh, work opportunities for these families. And by the way, as you heard there, it's not just the employees. I mean, and, and you'll see it when you watch the video, what it does for the families. That's the first thing I talked about with Ling. I said, geez, the fact that you created something for potentially for, for my son, and you've already done this for, you know, for dozens of other young adults on the autism spectrum. It's awesome. It, it, it's just awesome. But I got to tell you, there's another side to this. And it's the parents and the siblings and the aunts and the uncles and the grandparents. That is reward, personal reward that you can't explain. You know, we, we would write a check as big as we could to see our child do something every day that they're excited about. And again, they're doing something meaningful and they have something to look forward to. Ling tells me all the time, his employees there at Technology North, they, they show up way early and they want to stay way late. And I was laughing with him. I said, well, you might be the only business in the world. <laughs> you know, you don't hear, you know, typical people. Nobody says, gosh, I can't wait to get to work early tomorrow. Or, you know, there's an hour left in the workday and they say, I don't want to go. I'm going to do more work so I can stay even later. You never hear about that. But he's obviously created that environment where that happens. Something so meaningful to these young adults. But again, something that you almost can't quantify is what it means to the families. Many of whom probably thought there would never be a place to fit in. So it's just really interesting. So the bystander effect what it is for, for typical people, it's where individuals are less likely to intervene in adverse situations when other people are there. So, you know, something's going on. Let, let's just apply it to a workplace scenario. Something's going on and there's a group of people not doing their work, right? They're goofing off, whatever. They don't care. And then there's another group of people, typicals, who, who are watching. But the bystander effect is that they will just stand by and they won't intervene, you know, something's going on, they know it's wrong, but they don't want to get involved. They don't want to be a part of it. And so it continues. Well, this research applied this to workplace situations. And the research found out that those with autism do not conform to the normality of the bystander effect. In fact, they're more prone to act in the face of wrongdoing. And so what they did is they, they kind of were bridging the gap of, you know, this is a potential benefit from organizations from hiring or for hiring neurodivergent individuals. And I just thought it was really interesting to bring in hard research in this. And, you know, I, I've known Ling for, for a while, and so I hear these stories. I, 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 and I've actually seen it. I, I, I've seen the workplace via video screen. And it's just awesome, the, uh, j just how precise these employees are and how focused they are because they're excited to do these duties to complete this work and to do it a hundred percent grade a, you know, you talk about typicals and how many times, you know, have you been in a workplace and people say, you know, I don't really feel like doing it. I'm just, eh, I'll just, I'll do it, you know, to the best I can right now, but now I'm moving on. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I'm thinking about something that you hear it all the time, but neurodivergent individuals, you could really, derive some major, major benefits. So, you know, the key facts of this, again, were people with autism less influenced by the bystander effect than the neurotypical counterparts. Um, and I just thought, not only was I excited about the research, 
but it also made me go, well, what's really alarming is that you've we're finding these strengths, the strengths are indicated in research, but the unemployment rates for those with autism and those on the spectrum are 90%. I actually think they're higher. I, I, I just, you know, but it, they're certainly not lower. <laughs> so, and that's a, that's a massive number in itself, but they're certainly not lower than 90%. So nine out of 10, um, that is an astounding number. It, it, it's obviously in itself, if it just were to continue, you know, you hear people talking about the autism epidemic just by the numbers and yes, but what about a secondary epidemic based on the original epidemic on the 90%. And that is all of these young adults, even kids right now in high school, I mean, you're just going to have them spill out in society with no opportunity for, for employment, for structure, for a place to live, for a routine. That could be a secondary epidemic. Uh, and that's the um, employment situation uh, or really disaster as it relates to those young kids on the autism spectrum. So I thought it was really, really great research, and um, I've shared it. I've done some videos and commented about it and, and a lot of good uh, conversations about it across our social media platforms, which, of course, uh, you can research at dailyautism.com, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or LinkedIn newsletter, uh, which I'll be talking about this weekend, um, this bystander effect, really fascinating research. And, and so what we have to do, you know, like one of my responsibilities um, and, and I think any parent, but I've just kind of, you know, refocused my, 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 not just my career, but my work and my purpose is, is then to amplify this information to people, right? People who could, who could really be proactive about this, who could create initiative about this. And sooner than later, like we go back, don't just think about it, you know, just, just don't think about it. Let's actually do something about it. And not just, you know, one or two people from a community. I'm talking about an initiative, a core initiative. So it's my job then to take that and to amplify it, to build media around it, to build content around it so that people can say, wow, there's, there's research out there. And, and we, you know, do business XYZ. We could benefit from these talents, that is a talent, not participate, being more likely to not participate in a bystander effect is a sincere talent. Whether it's something you have to train for or not, if you have it, you possess it and you act on it, then it's a talent. It's like some athletes. Listen, the reality is, is some athletes have to work harder than others, and that's DNA, and that's just a lot of it. But it's all about results, performance, results. And I just think it's uh, it's really fascinating. So this is one of the research studies lately that I've really been, been been focused on, researched on. I've had a lot of conversations with people, and I would encourage you to amplify that, whether it's the the, the work that I've done, the content I've created, or your own. Uh, I think it's important for people to be aware of this. It could change some minds, and uh, once you do that, then you have the opportunity to change some lives. So again, dailyautism.com to connect to our social channels, uh, sign up for our newsletter, hear all of our podcasts and radio shows, uh, and we can connect there. We're very active uh, with communicating with, with, with our audience. Uh, this is more than, than, than a job. Uh, we understand what, what the life that these families are living. And I think it's important, too, to help connect all of these people, these, these, these millions of people, 
to the products, services, and opportunities that are available for you or that will soon be available for you. So by all means, please leave your comments, send your emails. We're very, very responsive, dailyautism.com. Also, I wanted to give an update on one of our awesome community partners, the Lift Academy and Clearwater. You know, we've been promoting this awesome Lift Your Clubs event, this golf tournament, and it's at the Pasadena Yacht and Country Club. It was last Monday. And I also got to thank their uh, presenting sponsor, Bets Fishing Center. But I got to tell you, when I saw this update from Lift Academy all across their social media platforms, I said, man, I can't wait for the podcast this week, for the radio shows and all of our social media videos. $58,655 at the annual Lift Your Clubs golf tournament. So uh, awesome of you all to support everybody who shared it across social media. We got a bunch of messages after our radio show last weekend of people asking how they could uh, support. So, again, that was awesome. Also, too, uh, in their social media shout outs, I wanted to highlight who they highlighted, Larry and Judy Bellick. So um, they mentioned their unwavering leadership and dedication. Um, absolute awesome generosity from Larry and Judy. So I wanted to highlight them as well. But I was looking at some pictures and it just looks like it was awesome. The weather was unbelievable. And. You know, great things happen around great things. You know, it's just, it, it seems to always work that way. You, you have an unbelievable event for a great organization, for a great community by great people. And of course, you're going to get great weather. And I'm, I'm just glad it all worked out that way. So congratulations again to the Lift Academy. And, and as we always say, uh, visit them, visit their mission, uh, their new unbelievable, remarkable campus in Clearwater. It's Lift FL. Org, liftfl.org. That is the Lift Academy in Clearwater, Florida. Really happy for them and the results. And everybody had a good time as well. So that's, that is a great update from that event. I want to give you uh, an update from Amtrak. It, it's not really an update, but it's uh, some, something I found out that could benefit uh, people who are interested in traveling, but that may be hard to do via airplanes. Uh, but for special needs families in Amtrak, I'll have that in a second. First, an update from our partners at AngelSense. This is the adaptive technology for those kids on the autism spectrum, or really in general, special needs kids. You know, October is Bullying Prevention Month. Special needs kids are three times more likely to be bullied. It is an unfortunate stat, but nonetheless, those are the numbers. You see it all the time. You see it all the time on social media videos, whether it's the school bus, school, a therapy center, could be at a park. I saw a video the other day at a, at a Little League game on the bleachers where a young child was being bullied. He was on the autism spectrum. Angel Sense is that, is that assistive technology that allows parents to listen in in an environment wherever their kids are, and the child has to do nothing. Now, they have two different technologies. One is a device that can be concealed in, in a pocket or in a backpack. The other is a watch. And so typically that's for uh, maybe younger adults on the autism spectrum. But, you know, you think about, you know, a child who becomes a young adult and is now trying to go to work. And you're concerned about his, you know, work peers. Well, you're able to not only know their location on your AngelSense app, but you're also able to tap in and listen to the audio environment. And if the child can do so, the child can respond. So I wanted to mention this for um, National or, or Bullying Prevention Month, which is October. And I just think it's so important. First off, AngelSense continues uh, to give away the technology for free with a subscription. 
but it's very important technology. I got to tell you, it's so precise being able to see Cal wherever he is in real time and then being able to listen in uh, is something that it's one of the things that you get and you go, well, how did I live life without this? It really is is that awesome of a technology. Angelsense.com for all of those details. Uh, and again, they're giving away the devices for free with a purchase of a subscription. Wanted to talk about Amtrak and this deal. A lot of people don't know about this deal. It's been around for a while, and it's a great deal. So they offer adults traveling who have special needs a 10% discount. Um and so, you know, if, if you're an adult, you have special needs, you get the 10% discount. But what Amtrak has always offered is a child discount of 50%. And if you're a child and you have special needs, they're adding that 10% to the 50 so 60% off. And on top of that, and I thought this was really cool, is that if you are a caregiver of a child with special needs, they're also taking 10% from your ticket. So you can go to Amtrak.com, get the details for that. I also, which is interesting, I was talking with someone the other day, for some reason you talk to a lot of kids or, or parents who have kids on the autism spectrum and they love trains. Trains is just a thing and I think it's maybe all the cars connected and you know you put them all in a straight line, it's very linear and, and um, it's just a guess on my part, but I, a lot of parents are like, wow, this is so cool, you know, all the, all the discounts, um, traveling by train, and my kid loves trains. So I thought it was something that uh, that was kind of cool. Again, Amtrak.com, and you can search um, special needs travel on their website. Again, uh, we featured today uh, on the radio show, which flew by, but an awesome show, Cliff 20, which is that documentary about uh, the opportunity for kids on the autism spectrum. It features a few families. And then again, it features Ling Huang, the CEO of Technology North. You've got to go and watch it. Search Cliff 20 on YouTube. You will be very, very impressed. It, it's um, I don't know how somebody could watch or listen to it once. It's just to me, I had to go back and, and listen. I kind of got something out of it each time that, that I did. Again, uh, we are online 24-7, social media platforms, podcast platforms, obviously our radio show, LinkedIn, dailyautism.com is how to connect with us there, dailyautism.com. We will see you online.